Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Genesis 27, 13, if you put that up there for me. Now, this is, uh, this is uh, <clears throat> a good example to me. You know, Jacob, we all know that Jacob stole his blessing from his brother, okay? Well, his brother sold it to him over, over a meal, but his mother, Rebecca, thought she needed to help to make sure it came to pass the way that it was supposed to. So she got in there, and this is, these were her words, and the mother said unto him, Upon me be the curse, my son, only obey my voice and go and fetch them. She wanted him to make a meal and impersonate Esau so he could be blessed. Now, you know, when you start to go in there and do those things, you're trying to, you don't think God's big enough to get it done. Like Sarah didn't think God could get it done, so she had Hagar sleep with her husband and created an Ishmael. Isn't it funny how when broken protocol, death came and the curse, broken protocol, the Arabs came and the war's still going on to this day. Isn't that amazing? You talk about broken protocol. The crack, when you crack the protocol, the, the serpent slips in the cracks. If nothing, and I can tell you this because I just know that it's true from the scripture. You can not break protocol and move slower and you'll still get more done than you ever will by doing an independent act. Because the independent act curses your future. At least you haven't gone backwards yet when you're stuck. When you get stuck, and at least you're not being pushed backwards. But once you break the protocol, you allow the serpent into the relationship. You allow the serpent into your, into your finances. I, I say this, not, not, we have good tithers, so this is just a model, so I'm not talking about that. When you don't tithe, it's a crack, and the serpent gets in there. And your tithe's got to go up to where you're being taught. Because that's what the Bible says. It should go up to where you're being taught. And when you don't tithe, you open the door for a serpent to be in your finances. When you break protocol in your house, you open the door for the serpent to divide your house with your kids. It doesn't matter what it is. It has nothing to do with it. We're just talking about the topics. But it's the principle that you have to learn. And once you learn that principle... You won't do it at work. You won't do it at home. You won't do it at church. You change how you do things. If you, see, that's why I hate, to be honest with you, I hate it when people behave to make you happy because I know they didn't learn what they need to learn. I'm wanting to teach principles. Like this, this is all here to enhance your life with God. That is what this is about, really. Even in the Old Testament, they came, they learned, they listened to Moses, and then they went out and did what the Lord told them in their own houses, and their lives improved. That's one of the main reasons the church is here, is to help you 
understand so you can go incorporate those things in your life and your life improve financially, physically, marital. Pick a, pick a topic. That's why you come. It's so important that you leave here stronger than when you came in. And, and really, you know this, don't you get used up sometimes during the week and you almost feel depleted and empty and you, and you just want to come and get filled up again? That's what this is here for. So that's one of the reasons. The other one is you need fellowship. It's the body of Christ. But to get this part of this service is for that. Like there's different parts. You've got to get in God's presence with worship, but there's different parts. So anyway, uh, she taught him, she taught her own son to be deceitful. Rebecca did. What's interesting is her brother was also a deceitful man. Laban was a liar and a thief. So apparently they had dishonesty in their family. And she was teaching Jacob to be dishonest too. Because it was going to be generational. So God, because he has plans for Jacob, he, he puts Jacob in a position where he will be cheated for at least 14 years. He'll get the wrong wife. He finally gets the right wife after seven years. And then his wife steals an idol and makes her father mad. And then he tries to keep the wealth that Jacob helped him accumulate. He wasn't going to give Jacob any. Ja Jacob was being deceived because he was a deceiver. So God put Jacob through the deception process so he could make him an honest man. He literally let him be cheated on a regular basis. You know how the Bible says he who tries to get rich quick, you know, he pierces his own heart. Anytime you try to do things in a hurry and you break the protocol of God, you make pain in your life. So Jacob had lots of pain. But God was purging Jacob's character of his issue. The, this, is, this is the greatest part. When Jacob finally got it, see, this is why you never quit. You stay till you change. You stay till you change. I know it's painful. You can cry at night. Cry yourself to sleep. I've driven places crying. I've cried myself to sleep. I have cried. I don't like to say it, but I'm not a wimp, but I have. The pain has been so great. I'd be driving in tears just start running down my eyes from the pain. And I thought, I can't quit. I can't quit. I, I know I want to quit. I can't quit. It's not in me to quit. It's the wrong thing to do is to quit. But this place where you think you're going to get it without pain, I don't know that place personally. You have to talk to somebody else. you got to find another preacher because I don't know a life that don't have pain in it. David had so much, he said, it was good for me to be afflicted. He understood the, the value of the affliction and what it produced in his life. So this is where God makes things right. Here you go. Jacob's been cheated all them years. And then when he finally is right with God, God tells him to switch the, what the animals look at to spotted reeds and, and solid reeds, and the wealth starts to move into Jacob's life. See, Laban was a cheat, but God made Jacob a bigger man, and that leveled the playing field. When God made Jacob a bigger man, the playing field got level. My God. Here you think you're, think you're being cheated, and I'm telling you this morning, God is making you a bigger person so he can put that stuff in your life in the name of Jesus. Now, this is better than...
Because pain will make you want to run away and quit. But if you understand this, do you realize how much more you can take in life and how stronger you can become and the things you can accomplish because you finally understand something? Now, I don't think you should go around looking for pain personally. I wouldn't do that. There's enough of it all by itself. But it'll make you into a much bigger person. That's how, see, picture, uh, I, was, I, I saw a picture, I was thinking, like a, 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 a liquid, and when you get, the, the liquid just goes in and fills all the gaps and all the relationships. That's why some people have greater favor in life because they know how to do that. They could go into where somebody's belligerent and they're trying to buy tires, and they'll make them treat them good because of the way they treat them. Because they're a bigger person. They won't walk on, bless God, I ain't getting my money. Bless God. I didn't say be treated bad and absorbed. If you don't want to do business here, that's fine. But you might be able to if, you, if, you, if you're bigger than them. You hear about them talking, I, well, it doesn't matter what they say. If you're bigger, it's not going to hook you. God changes you. And then you fit anywhere. Even in jail, you're going to run to jail. Now, I encourage you this morning, revisit your history and your mind and ask God what character he was building. Because you might have learned some lessons that you learned, but you don't know you learned them. You just thought it was life. Revisit some your things in your life and ask God what he wants to do with them, what he wants to tell you about them. You know, Jacob came from dishonesty. He had to learn integrity and his family couldn't teach it to him. <laughs> he wasn't going to get no honesty out of that group. Now think about this for a minute. Jo Moses was going to lead a couple million folk, right? A couple million Israelites. So God took him from his slave environment and made him go to the house of Pharaoh to learn how to manage resources and people. And when he trained him, he sent him back to his people. Sometimes you just need trained and somebody else got to do it besides your family. Because your family don't have it. And if, see, here we go. This is the boundaries thing. If you're trying to get something out of your parents they ain't got, you're going to be offended, hurt, and never want to visit them again. Every time I go over there, they treat me like this. I bet they do. They're not healed and they can't stop. God wants to make you bigger. God wants to make you so big that you can go in that environment and they can say anything they want, but you're cool because you're up here. It's a much better life up there than it is down here. He says, I'm going to set you in heavenly places. Well, we're not up there yet, so he must mean down here in a place of higher position in life where you have dominion and you rule and reign. First person you've got to have dominion over. You don't have dominion over people. You have dominion over you. You have no dominion over anybody else. You have dominion over yourself. So he purged him. Uh, now, Genesis 31, 29, this shows you that the God, that Jacob, not Jacob, his father-in-law couldn't do anything about it. Look at this. His father-in-law's mad because he knows Jacob's getting the money. He's mad. His wealth is moving out of his house. It is in the power of my hand to do you hurt. In other words, I'm bad enough to beat you up, Jacob. But the God of your father spoke unto me yesternight, saying, Take thou heed that thou not speak 
not good or bad to Jacob. Now shut up, Laban. None of your business. God leveled the playing field after all that injustice, and he did it for Joseph. He's done it for Jacob. That book is full of people where God made them a bigger person, and then all of a sudden they were free. My God. See, there's a way out. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.